Welcome to the Televerse, streaming in place. Hello, everyone, and welcome back for another day streaming in place. Uh, we're here t- today talking about Lucifer Season 2, Episode 10, Quid Pro Ho. And unfortunately, uh, Allison was not able to join us today, but fortunately, subbing in is friend of the show and all-around lovely person, uh, Latoya Ferguson. Welcome back, Latoya. I'm so glad you're here to talk with us today. Hi, greetings, uh, Televerse listeners. I'm excited to talk about Lucifer always, so there we go. There we go. So we have a few things. Like, uh, what I always like to start with is, well, first of all, if it happens, then, you know, our maze moments or our, or, or our Dan Pudding moments. But the things <laughs> I most enjoy starting with are stuff that, that um, either Allison or Noel has talked about wanting the show to do, and then it does it. And then we'll talk about it. So let's start with that, which is Charlotte's first day in court. Noel, what did you think? And, uh, you know, how how is the goddess of all creation doing with her, like, weekend primer on human law? I mean, I, I'm just impressed that she's able to get... I'm not impressed. Like, she's a celestial being, so she should be able to just digest an entire, like, law degree, basically, within a couple of days. I feel like that just makes sense. Um, it, it, like, weirdly, that's not the thing that breaks the show for me, unlike, like, the fact that they were unis in their now current office. Um, <laughs> but I think, yeah, I think it works relatively well. I was not expecting to have Perry Smith come back, um, so quickly, um, and at all, really. So I was just like, oh, okay, that's fine. That's fine. Okay, Sure. I think that there's a lot of like delightful stuff in this episode, but I, I I'm going to just be super duper honest. Um, I didn't like the ending and I didn't like the ending because you don't need to do a cover to in the air tonight. You just need to do in the air tonight. There's no reason to do like another cover. You just do the song. I mean, no <laughs> budgets. Come on. Budgets exist. You know, this, you know Not this. For this show. No. <laughs> this show has an unlimited budget. Well, for my thing is that, like, I, I like the moment and everything, and I'm fine with the cover, but I just don't want any show to do in the air tonight unless they're going to execute it at Miami Vice Americans level. Like, right. it's such a specific song, and I think it works well in this moment if I didn't have the baggage of, like, how iconic a TV song that is. Um, so I did, I, sorry, Latoya, I did actually notice that part. It did actually detract a little bit from the moment uh, because of that other context. I'm sure that's just Nolan and I, though. I'm pretty Meanwhile, sure. I want every show to use in the air tonight, whether it's the original, a cover, I don't care. Do it every <laughs> single show. No budgets for anyone. <laughs> <laughs> and no, I think the moment's really good. I just, I was just like, but just do in the air tonight. You don't need the cover. And the cover is really fine. Well but no, the cover is fine. Like it's a very fine cover. <laughs> I was just like, just do in the air tonight. It's, it's it's a good song. And then let me. And then whomever. I, the other thing I want is that I want the song to still be playing when we pick back up, and then the drum solo kick in whenever so, when whomever is the person that interrupts that kiss. I want the drum solo to kick in whenever someone, when the person comes in to interrupt that kiss. That's what I want. That is not what's going to happen, but it's what I want. It's what I really, really want. (laughs) 
Oh, good times. Um, well, you know, we'll have to wait until the next episode to find out about that. And we'll talk about that tomorrow. Um, but that's funny. I, I like that. Um, okay, let's talk about... Let's stay focused on this episode, though. Uh, let's talk about what we get here with with Lucifer in court. And, you know, what's supposed to be... I, I like the, this use of... Uh, a very Chloe, like, like all this stuff with Chloe's dad, which, while I wasn't all that invested in it in the first episode, it pays off nicely to, to really be, it's, it's just a method and a, a way to get us invested in what she's dealing with so that the payoff here with the, like, the reestablishment and, 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 um, just, a, underlining and uh like solidification i guess solidifying solidification that's not a thing solidifying <laughs> of their relationship and their importance to each other i think that they you know, they could have just done this with any court case but making it so personal i thought really worked and and built really nicely to this episode and and what we get with the emotional payoff of everything for me it really it really was very successful Latoya, how did that work for you uh the case worked for me um uh, Noel not realizing that Perry would show up or like was, wasn't uh, thinking he was. I've like I feel like that was such a dangling thread, like letting um, Chloe's father's killer just be free and not really following up on that would be people would be wondering like why aren't we addressing this? So I'm glad they do it as quickly as they do, so we can just move on to other things. Uh, I actually I enjoyed the court case. I think I enjoyed this episode um, better like rewatching it now and I get rewatching it in my rewatch also um, <laughs> than I did uh, originally when it aired. Uh, I mean, I gave it a B minus in my review, but like, that's not like a bad grade, you know? Yeah. Um, but you, you know, AB club uh, commenters. Yeah. Why do you hate the show? I'm pretty <laughs> sure I got like a B minus means like I hate the show, obviously. Of course. Um, but yeah, uh, I liked it much better on, on rewatch and uh, it's, it's fun. It's just a fun court case uh i love seeing lucifer reenact everything from the uh, going undercover with dan i love that he addresses that dan's guns were like on display uh, <laughs> i just I, the, the the makeshift towel to show that they were in a bathhouse i, I it's it's really fun um trish helfer is has never really done like a, a legal drama has she i don't think so i mean i'm not familiar with it if she has i feel like she I don't. I don't know that she like did a regular on a, on the rag, but I feel like she probably popped up on one. I will look while you talk. I mean, let me have her as a, a lawyer in the good fight, like on the, like in the opposition. I would oh. die for that, right? Right? Yeah, that'd be really good. And um, they got Sharif Adkins from um, White Collar to be the DA, and um, Joe Henderson, one of the showrunners, he, he, he wrote uh, for White Collar, so it was the, the White Collar connection in this episode. So that's nice. Uh, Sharif Atkins, I always thought, deserved to like, have more to do on that show. And I feel like he deserved to have more to do in this episode. But, I mean, it's like, it's about the case, but it's not really about the case of the episode. So, mm-hmm. him not being in much is just like, okay, you were just, uh, it was like a favor, basically, doing this episode. Noel, what did you think of the the the, the in-court scenes? So, I think that the in-court scenes are generally really funny. Um, and I think, like you were saying like the build to which that we get across basically especially like three to four episodes of the chloe and lucifer relationship and how it's like being gently tested in different ways um and to have it kind of culminate here with um with um charlotte overplaying her hand basically 
I think all of it really coalesces into a really good way of solidifying, like you were saying, uh, their relationship and really make it stable. And so to have all of that culminate in what it almost culminates in here in the in the last moments of this episode, I think it just kind of all comes together really, really, really nicely. Um, down to like after I finished the episode, I went. Oh, this is why Kate asked us about how we felt about the pacing. <laughs> uh, so I uh, generally really, really liked it and thought it worked pretty well. Um, and to answer the Trisha Helfer in a legal drama, how quickly we forget the 2012 adaptation of The Firm with Josh Lucas. <laughs> uh, I watched every episode of that. I couldn't tell you anything that happened. I just remember that it looked really bad. Yeah. It was like really washed out. That was the look they went for. It was not good. And I don't know if she played a lawyer on it or not, but she was on it for the entire run. <laughs> Jesus. I, I do not remember at no. all. No. So, and yeah, no, um, Tanya points out that Lucifer's charm was on full display um, during the courtroom scene, which is why like I turned to my partner and was just like, man, what is it like to just roll natural 20s on your charisma saving throws all the time? <laughs> just must be amazing must be nice um but yeah it's just the fact that he's able to get away with all this and but also that the pro- the district attorney is just like yeah okay i'm just gonna let this i'm just gonna let this ride the defense doesn't seem to know to object to any of this now so i'm just gonna let this go mm-hmm yeah i liked the i thought it was really fun what we got in the court scene i didn't I mean, I didn't buy at all this notion that Chloe testifying truthfully was going to be the definitive thing that got Perry off, like that that he would be able to like that. Yeah, the, that didn't really make sense either. But they that they didn't sell that at all. But they did sell the stakes, like to they they sold the stakes of of that choice in all the interpersonal dynamics, and they sold they sold like I could buy that Chloe might be in a headspace where that would feel true in that moment. Um, And so therefore that gives more weight to her choice, uh, certainly. But I didn't like for a second think that that made any sense to the act, like to the members of the jury. But I think it's a combination of that plus uh, Lucifer's testimony after being very charming, uh, basically throwing, uh, making it clear that, you know, Chloe was first on the scene then Dan, uh, in an attempt to be a good guy, but still kind of not good, uh, you know, fudge the paperwork saying that he was first on the scene. So that, you know, that's some some LAPD corruption right there. And, you know, <laughs> no yeah. one's a fan of that. Yeah, but I mean, I don't feel like Chloe saying, ah, he was, he was lying. That's not true, would convince the jury. You know, like, I don't feel like there was a way that her testifying differently would result in him getting a guilty verdict. You know, like I, I didn't see how, like I, I didn't buy her testimony being the thing that was going to tip it one way or the other, even if I can buy that to her, she might think that, or that, uh, that mom might be able to convince her of that, you know? Um, But 
that's such a quibble because everything else about that works so well. The setup to it, the like the performances, the emotional payoff, like all of that stuff works really well. I so I don't really care <laughs> how it functions in the the actual case of the week. Uh, Marcus says because this isn't like to the best of my knowledge or what I was told regarding first on the scene. Yes, Lucifer could have, but he is that good at details. I think. I mean, the devil's in the details and all of that, but like he's just. He does not have his brother or his mother's felicity with the creative language in these types of scenes. Usually. Yeah. I will point out, he does act, he, he's lied a few times this season. Have you guys been clocking that? He omits things, but lying, not so much. Like, they're very, it's like a lot of bending <laughs> the truth. There's him. been some, like, outright pretzels this season, especially around... <laughs> Around Charlotte, you know, where or, or like, how did you know about this? He's like, uh, intuition. I was like, it wasn't intuition. You saw a list of names here. That's not intuition. That's a lie. Yeah. <laughs> but they just don't want us to think about it too much. Um, I mean, you could technically call that intuition by, well, I intuited that there might be a connection between these two things. Like, See there, there's the pretzel. No, no, it's stupid. There's the pretzel. It's stupid. But it's anyway. the truth. But it's the truth. <laughs> Again, nat 20s on your deception checks. I don't know what you expect from him, Kate. Yeah, yeah he's Kate? not, he's not, he doesn't think he's rolling a deception check. He thinks he's rolling a bluff, I guess? That's I don't know. That's the best kind of deception check. <laughs> uh, Tanya says he doesn't lie directly to his dad. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, I liked the stuff we got with Dr. Lynn to talk about. You, you're obviously lying to yourself, though. Like, come on. Always Doctor, always Team Dr. Linda here at Streaming in Place. Um, any other thoughts on the the court case or the those scenes, the stuff with Charlotte slash mom this, this episode? I, I do love the early moment where Lucifer thinks, oh, great. Charlotte's going to like completely bomb this case. And she even like plays up, oh, I don't know what I'm doing, just to like switch it. And it's really cute <laughs> i enjoy the rope dope with the uh, with the da um i also was enjoying the stuff we got with charlotte and, and dan or with mom and dan i should say mom uh marlet is what you should say marlet yeah, Mar- yeah um and just feel like when we do that again just feel, just feel like that's not gonna happen that might happen <laughs> it was a good moment of performance the confusion and determination and inevitability to like kind of all tied up together so i was enjoying all of that i also very much enjoy the tap dancing that we're seeing from alice and lucifer around uh his relationship with charlotte and the obvious like misinterpretations of that that are happening from everybody else uh, I I think the show is having the right amount of fun with that. <laughs> because it's Lucifer and in any other circumstance, of course he was sleeping with this woman. Of course. Mm-hmm. But just the very thought of that because of who it actually is, is disgusting to him. And it's so he's so repulsed every time someone suggests that's even a possibility. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, yes, I'm sure this person was just whispering closely into your ear as they lean into your body. Because you aren't having sex with them. Sure. <laughs> and just like, Ugh. That makes sense. <laughs> and you're you? Okay. Um, so just like the, I'm, I just look forward to what's going to happen with the dynamics with Lucifer, Dan, and Mom. Uh, not to mention, you know, throwing Maze into the mix and Amenadiel and all of that and, and, and Chloe and just, I, it's just going to, it's just fun. 
can we talk about him in the deal? And just yeah. that poor sad boy. Oh, having such a such a hard time. <laughs> just Go ahead. the hardest times. It's just I mean, I appreciate that he he makes a good case for well, he doesn't make a good case. He just well, no, he does make a good case for saving <laughs> Chloe of like if you do this, he's not going to stop. And once he finds out it's you, you're going to wish you got to stay here. <laughs> I like that he starts with it's wrong and then sw- yeah. quickly goes like, oh, that's not going to work here. No, um, no, 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 no. It's not going to work because Trisha Helfer just did the best super villain grin of I get to blow something up. Her crazy eyes during yeah. it were just A+. plus. Yeah. No, it's it's really clear that like Charlotte's mom, mom momlet went, <laughs> Oh, I've I finally got around to the Batman, the Michael Keaton Batman, and I get to see Jack Nicholson and went that's who that's that's the guy. That's the guy to emulate in all this. Mm-hmm. Um so I I liked that. But then just the whole kind of structure of Amenadiel's collapse within this episode of losing his car and then lingering over him looking sad about losing his car and his losing losing his car i think we need to pause for a moment because his his car car gets blown the shit up and it's amazing Uh, the tire on fire rolling by him and then just the cut to like he's still holding it he's just yes no he's he's holding like his steering wheel in his office and it's just like buddy why are you so attached to this car well, he can't fly anymore, so he yeah. needs it. Yeah. It's L.A. Yeah. And, and like, again, we haven't really figured out wh- how money works for him. Like, we yeah. get a sense of how money works for Lucifer and Maze. Like, yeah. But I don't understand how Amenadiel got a car to start with, let alone how's he going to be able to get a, a, a new one? <laughs> He's going to get lots of walking. How does he even afford, you know, his apartment we saw with, like, all the open space and the bed, bed in the center of the room? Yeah, maybe he's not even, like, now that, that maybe, maybe he's sleeping in the office, right? That that kind of fits. Yeah. Our household thinks he's sleeping in his office. Uh, or okay. he's sleeping on Linda's pullout, and Linda just doesn't know. <laughs> uh, homeless fallen angel. Oh, no. SB says, he's so lonely. The car in the office is all he had. Yep. And he's, he's, he's down to one of those things. Well, he shouldn't have played Maze then. Yeah, so. don't do that. I, did, I mean, so how did, Noel, how did you feel about the reveal? Like, because I know last episode you and Allison were talking about, is it going to be a Menadeal or is it going to be Maze? And here it was a Menadeal that stopped Charlotte from, from blowing up uh, Chloe, uh, sorry, Mom, from blowing up Chloe. And then, but then later Maze is like, by the way, you're going to have to go through me and that's not going to happen. Um, so I like that they established um, she's like on full Chloe protection duty now. Chloe's yes. been added to her list. Lucifer yeah. might not even be on the list anymore of people uh, that yeah. she's <laughs> guarded. I'm not, convinced, I'm not convinced Lucifer's on the list anymore, but Chloe, I think definitely. Well, because they're, 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 they're a girl squad now. So mm-hmm. it's just like they protect each other. And so it's just like, Buddy, they did tequila shots. I don't know what you expect. Just, you can't do anything now to her. She's untouchable. Yeah. The Quite literally, is- possibly. <laughs> which is the other thing we need to address. <laughs> we will address it, uh, but the list is Chloe, Trixie, obviously, mm-hmm. Linda, 
maybe Ella just because she got drunk with them, but mm-hmm. uh, she didn't like that hug from Ella. So <laughs> <laughs> maybe Ella's on a probationary like kind of situation right now, and mm-hmm. we'll reassess and you know set the set a time period. Um, we should talk about that. Yes, that reveal. So uh, how? Hmm. Because I obviously. Latoya and I know where this goes, but right. uh, so I'm going to throw it back to you, Noel. Um, how did you feel about this? Do you feel like this is part one of a answer or this is the answer or what are you feeling about this? Like, so Amenadiel got sent down to bless a couple who couldn't have a kid. We don't really know what that means. Um, and then, and that's the only time he's ever been asked to do that. And that kid was Chloe. So, how much of an answer is that for you? I mean, it's enough of an answer, but mm-hmm. I also think it's definitely sort of like part one of an answer in terms of larger exploration of the theology and free will type of thing that I think has been circulating a little bit um, throughout the show's run so far and how much of that, this particular thing plays into that. I'm really curious about that. So for me, it's, it's an answer, but it's part one of an answer um, that builds into hopefully other things. So I'm okay with like this little tidbit and then I don't need like another tidbit for a little while is kind of how I feel about it because it's not the thing that I'm most interested in because I, I've actually sort of forgotten that she's quote unquote special at this <laughs> point. Um, so I was actually glad for like a little bit of a reminder and then for her to basically having been Roma Downied by a minute deal, I thought just worked pretty. Yeah, Kate, listeners uh, <laughs> who are not on the Zoom, Kate's face when I said that Chloe had been Roma Downied was just really great, and I really appreciate it. <laughs> it's just like it's a good term that just needs yeah. to be like part of the TV vernacular, you know, from now on. That's delightful. Yeah. So I think it works, and I like it as a explanation of sorts. Um, so I'm curious to see how it gets spun into something larger is really what I'm interested in. Yeah. I can say from just when it aired without spoiling anything that that basically leads to the question, what exactly does it mean that Chloe was put in Lucifer's path? Yeah. So, because it's a big deal, obviously, but what exactly does it mean? And the show will eventually, of course, explain what that means. Yeah. The, hmm. I don't know if this is a spoiler, but I'm going to say it because I think it's okay. Uh And Latoya, you tell me. I feel like, maybe I'm forgetting stuff, but I feel like this is as much of an answer as we get about Uh, Chloe. No, because technically we get more of an answer with regards to a lot of stuff they talked about in the last season. Season four. Yes. Yeah, there's more stuff in season four. There's more exploration. Yeah, but they basically confirm something in that season. Yeah. That because of that, that in turn explains why this thing. They don't like point to it like in big red flashing lights, you know, but like. Yeah. Yeah, no, (laughs) I I know what you mean. I'm trying to be as vague as humanly possible, but I think it makes sense, right? Yeah, 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 it does. Um, but I just, yeah, I, don't, I wouldn't want people to think, like, there's not going to be, like, and she's got superpowers, and this thing, and this thing. It's just, like, for, like you said, Noel, it's, that's enough 
for me, when I was first watching, I was like, oh, okay. Because I didn't really need an answer for why is Chloe immune anyways. Like, especially because they didn't really, they were, it was very much like, that's not the kind of show we care to be in season one. And we're now halfway through season two um, when they we get this little, like, bit of information. And it's just part of, like, what you buy into for the show to work for the world. And so that leads to other questions but it's sort of it's sort of like uh like like dad right where it's like dad uh like at least you know as far as the show's gone so far dad doesn't spoiler dad doesn't get a voice really dad doesn't like show up and be like and here's what i think about this and here's what i think about this and here's what i think about this well, yeah, I know what you're talking about, but anyway, <laughs> but no, but like, I mean... it's, like that's that's a very significant theme of the show, right? Of and they they've brought that up a bunch of people showing up and you saying, "Our father says you have to do this," and and Lucifer goes, "Okay, did he actually tell you that, or are you just mm-hmm. like intuiting what you think he thinks and all of this?" Right. So for me, this this answer that we get about Chloe is a really significant thing, but then all the interesting things that spin out from it are about people interpreting what does that mean? And that's where the focus is. Just like the, it has been on the show so far. Like what, like, like when it was a Menadiel, right? First said like, or someone, someone said to Lucifer, Oh, so maybe it was his intention for you to, to rebel. And he was just like, son of a bitch. I can't get any choices. (laughs) Not cool. So like, it's something the show's been playing with this whole time. And and I like this little fork in the road, this little wrench. Um, yeah. And I know what you're talking about, LaToya, and I agree, but it's complicated without spoilers, so. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I tried my best to not actually say anything. While yes. Anything I'm so excited for us to get to that episode. Okay. Uh, so this is what happens when Alice isn't, isn't here to keep it balanced between people who have seen the show and people who have <laughs> not seen the show. Um, okay. So I'm going to stop talking about any of that stuff and say that I, I thought the timing was good for when they put this information. And I'm excited for you guys to see what comes next with that part of the show. Other parts of this episode, we talked briefly about Maze. Do we have any other Maze things we want to talk about besides the fact that she's fabulous? We didn't talk about Maze kicking ass so hard. Yeah. You got toys. Come on. It's got, it was so good. It was a good fight scene, too. And it was. Yeah. I also just love the moment of Dan being like, do I have to go against this guy? He's like, no. Her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like how Dan, like, goes, like, I'm not going to fight this guy, because he just assumes he's the best fighter of the three, and it's like, oh, oh, honey, <laughs> no. <laughs> well, I think it's more he assumes that Lucifer wants to play a trick on him and make him get his ass kicked. Yeah, yeah. there's that. Yeah. And then Chloe being like, oh, no, that's my weapon, that one, that one in your hand. That's the one I'm going to use. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Maze, yeah. That that Maze, was a good sorry, answer. Yeah. Maze, that was a good yeah, answer yeah. to that. I don't think I've heard that answer before. Uh, yeah. So I liked it quite a bit. <laughs> and I love Madame Lee at the end being like, well, that sucked. Yes. <laughs> and Dan looking f- kerflumped that she spoke English. And it's just like, of course she speaks course English. She <laughs> don't. I like <sighs> that Lucifer speaks everything, but Maze wasn't bothered to learn all the languages. She's like, no, I'm good. She's like, that's not my job. Yeah. I also, her job is to make a bunch of innuendos and just laugh hysterically. Oh, God. It was so good. She did that basically the entire way there, apparently. And... <laughs> That's even and Lucifer's better. that slow. His brain has put up so many defenses, right, that it takes him that long to figure out what's going on. I mean, I just, I also just appreciate the 
time that that required in the writer's room and the writing process to construct dialogue so that you can keep doing that for an extended period of time. I want to see all the alts, you know? Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, again, the Lucifer writers love any childish joke they can get in. <laughs> mm-hmm. They love an immature joke. Uh, and that's one of like the... Just one of those things that makes Lucifer so great is like they will go for any childish joke they can possibly go for. Mm. It's good stuff. It's good stuff. Yeah. Now, uh, let's see. For final thoughts, listeners, if you have anything you wanted us to uh, to, to, uh, to touch on, please drop it into the chat. Um, I will say I thought as cute and as sweet as that final scene was, it didn't look like it was going to be nearly as good as the food they would have had at the restaurant, even though I assume it's right. a takeout from the same establishment. But... Uh, I think Lucifer's got some more, you know, got some more work to do there. <laughs> uh, but I, we also need to talk about um, what uh, Dan and Maze do, which is since oh, uh, yeah. Warden, yeah, since Warden uh, Perry, he gets off uh, scot-free so he can be with his family. And then he like immediately goes to prostitutes. <laughs> what a what a guy. Um, well, he clearly isn't much of a guy even before this. So it's just good to have that reading. What? <laughs> In case you couldn't tell, this guy is trash. Let's confirm it just one more time uh, before uh, Dan and Mays offer him up to the Russians, which honestly, good for them. Yeah, I have no problem with this. I have no moral qualms. Uh, It makes complete sense for Mays. I think it's supposed to be like a dark, difficult choice for Dan. And it's like a line he's crossed. I'm like, I really... No, he's already shady. So it's just, yeah. The way I see it is that um, it's a shady thing he can do this season without us all hating him for doing it, mm-hmm. uh, which is, it goes to show like the, the character rehabilitation and like how they finally got the character in this season, as opposed to like if he had done it in the first season, we just like, oh, this is just par for the course because I mean, mm-hmm. Palmetto, Palmetto, Palmetto. Um, <laughs> but here it's just like he feels so guilty because it is technically his fault that uh, that Charlotte got all the information she needed for the case because she went to his phone. Uh, after they slept together it's just like this is he tried to do everything the right way um he and lucifer were like looking for like the, the key like to the, all of this and it, it didn't work so like this was literally all he could do um and i think it's good and yeah. i am not mad at him for it well also he was like on the news and stuff like he wasn't hard to find like they were he was being interviewed like it's so great yeah. to be free and right. be a, yeah. you know like I don't have much, like, if this was a priority for, was it the Russians, which it sounds yes. like it definitely was, they were going to find him. It's eh. it's not it's not a nothing decision. It's not a decision that, for example, Chloe would make, but I totally buy it as, it as a decision that, uh, that, like, most of the characters on this show would make. So, yeah. yeah Everyone okay but that. Chloe, basically. Everyone yeah. but Chloe and, and Trixie. Uh, uh, I don't know. This guy was mean to her mommy. Yeah, so. I could see, but like, plus add another like fifteen years, and yeah, but like right now, I don't know. Noel, did you have any final thoughts? Any other areas we should touch on before we wrap this up? No, I don't think so. Just, I mean, that's everything, right? That's the main gist. That's the main gist. Yeah. Okay. Latoya. Well, I think we got it all basically. Yeah. We, we nailed this episode. Kind of like Dan nailed Charlotte. Oh, there you go, Latoya. Uh, SB says, I just want to say I'm a big appreciator of your work. You inspire me to approach watching TV with so much joy and love and a love for how fun it can be. Thank you. Yeah, isn't Aww, she great? You, Latoya's, Latoya's awesome. Yeah. I just love TV so much. 
Yeah, it's great. Well, and you're 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 fabulous too. You're wonderful too. So thank you for joining us. Uh, tomorrow we're going to be talking about Lucifer season two, episode eleven, stewardess interruptus, uh, which I <laughs> oh, already no. like. Does the stewardess interrupt the kiss? Oh no. <laughs> I'm looking forward to, uh, like, I just, like, in, when I see the, the what I know what this episode is, and so I just immediately go to, there's a scene that has, with a bunch of people waiting in line to be interviewed by the cops, and it's, it's just, it's a great scene, so I'm very there's excited. A lot of great scenes in this episode, so. Yeah. So, uh, hopefully, Latoya, you'll be back to join with, uh, talk with us tomorrow. I will be back, and I'll keep coming back, and you guys <laughs> can't stop me. I know where the link is for the yeah. Zoom, so yep. I will keep coming back. <laughs> every time looking forward to it okay well thank you everyone who's been hanging out in the zoom and today that is marcus and sb and tanya it's always uh always fun to hear your guys thoughts and appreciate you sharing them with us here so we can you know c- cover all these other details that we so easily uh, could miss um but that's gonna wrap up our chat for today so thank you all and we'll be back tomorrow bye bye bye